Welcome to All Things Leadership, a podcast led by an everyday leader for everyday leaders, where together we will explore and discover the true meaning of leadership. My mission is to leave you inspired, motivated, and excited to become a better leader and the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Hey friends, I hope everyone had a happy, happy Thanksgiving. It was three days ago as I'm recording this, so something that has been on my mind and I'm sure on many people's minds during the Thanksgiving season is being grateful, remembering to stop and think about what we are grateful for in our lives. The big question for me, though, is why does expressing gratitude have to be a seasonal thing? It's absolutely necessary 365 days a year for our overall wellness. Expressing gratitude is just one more way to lead ourselves well. It's a form of self-care, and it shows others that we care as well. The definition of gratitude is a feeling of appreciation or thanks. Being appreciative and thankful are so important as a leader year-round, not just in November. So today we are going to talk about how to develop an attitude of gratitude. Think of this as just the general habit of seeking out the good in your life, which is something we could all stand to probably do a little more of. So let's talk about how we can become more grateful each day. We can simply notice the good things that are all around us, those little miracles that are everywhere. We have to look for them or they tend to go unnoticed in all the hustle and bustle. When we find ourselves thinking negative thoughts, which takes self-awareness, right, to realize you're thinking a negative thought, we can try to see the positive side of that situation. Or when we fail, seeing the opportunity for growth is even a way of expressing gratitude because instead of being bitter about something that happened, we become better from it. Be better, not bitter. We can say thank you for the small stuff, like when our significant other folds the laundry for us, or when our roommate unexpectedly tidies up the living room, or when someone holds open a door for you at a gas station. We can stick up post-it notes around the house with quotes on gratitude or reminders to be more thankful and appreciative. We can try to cut out complaining, try being the key word here. See if you can cut out complaining just for one day. Some of you out there are thinking, wow, some people um, I know don't go even an hour without complaining, much less a whole day. So the amount of time that we challenge ourselves to to decide to stop complaining might differ from person to person. When we really try to do this, though, for most people, it will be an eye-opening experience how much we actually find ourselves wanting to complain and having to hold it back. Zig Ziglar said, be grateful for what you have and stop complaining. It bores everybody else, does you no good, and doesn't solve any problems. All of us naturally think more, though, about the things we're not so grateful for, like, why do I have to catch every red light, or I wish I could afford what that person has, or I wish I had more than what I have now, or ouch, my toe hurts. All of those thoughts happen for us way more often than the thoughts of us expressing gratitude. So we have to consciously make an effort to express gratitude. It definitely ain't going to come naturally, especially if this whole gratitude as a mindset thing is new to you. Another way we can practice expressing our gratitude is to journal. 
I've already shared with you guys that I write in the five-minute journal, so each morning I'm writing three things that I'm grateful for, and I'll be honest, some days it gets hard to write one thing that I'm grateful for, much less three, but it's the intentional practice. It's me setting aside a few minutes of my day to really think that way, train my mind to be positive in this moment, and remember all of what I am blessed to have, be, or do in this life. It really is quite effective on uh, changing my outlook for the whole day after that. And being thankful requires reflection, and you need quiet time to reflect, even if it's just a few minutes. I know this is a hard ask in our fast-paced world, but it's important that we do take time to express gratitude, and I'll tell you why. Expressing gratitude can completely change our perspective. In moments of impatience, it can bring peace. At times when we only think of ourselves, it reminds us to think of other people. In those moments we find ourselves maybe unnecessarily judging other people, it acts as the much-needed grace we are lacking. When we are angry, gratitude is the perfect opposite force because joy is the foundation for gratitude, and joy is the antithesis of anger. I oftentimes find myself practicing gratitude when I'm either really stressed out or really sad because I once read that you can't be sad or angry while you are expressing gratitude. It's literally impossible for your brain to be both because when you are thinking of things you're grateful for, serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin kick in, and these are the neurotransmitters that bring with them all the good feelings. So when you are feeling sad or mad, think of things you're grateful for, and you will feel yourself start to calm down and even smile a little instead of that previous feeling of meltdown mode. It is even said that gratitude is one of the most effective and inexpensive ways to battle depression. That's pretty remarkable, and depression is something almost 20 million people in the United States alone struggle with. If you struggle with anxiety and depression and have never tried the daily practice of gratitude, maybe it would be worth giving it a shot. I'm no doctor, but the research is out there. One great Harvard Health article I came across, I will include in the show notes for you guys. It's called Giving Thanks Can Make You Happier. It's a good read. And there is so much out there related to positive psychology that says that gratitude increases happiness. A quote that I like by Sonia Lubomirsky is, Gratitude is an antidote to negative emotions, a neutralizer of envy, hostility, worry, and irritation. It is savoring. It is not taking things for granted. It is present-oriented. I love this. Another way you can practice gratitude or cultivate that attitude of gratitude is by meditating. Meditation is really like the ibuprofen or Tylenol of the mental health world. It can help with so many things. I followed this guided meditation by Deepak Chopra on gratitude, and y'all, I cried tears of joy. I'm going to include a link to this guided meditation for you guys in the show notes. Practicing gratitude is known to improve a person's overall mental health. It improves our relationships even because as a recipient of gratitude, the recipient forms a deeper connection and not only the recipient, but you as well as the person doling out that gratitude because it boosts our happiness and in turn creates positive emotions towards that person, which builds the bond from both sides of the relationship. 
Gratitude is said to even improve our physical health. There are studies that say gratitude is linked to cardiovascular health and contributes to better sleep. There's also tons of studies out there about optimism and the positive effects of being an optimistic person, but it's no wonder that embracing gratitude as sort of a frame of mind would also positively affect your mental and physical health because you, in essence, have to be in an optimistic state of mind to even be thinking about what you are grateful for. So it makes sense. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. That quote is by Melody Beattie. Okay, now I have talked about a whole lot of ways we can start expressing more gratitude and how to cultivate that attitude of gratitude as an individual. Now I want to talk about a couple of ways you can bring this into your workplace. If you have meetings with your coworkers, try starting off those meetings by allowing each person to say something they're grateful for. It will strengthen the bonds you have with your work family, and it will create a positive culture that says being vulnerable here is okay. Another way is by writing simple thank you notes. Many of us have probably heard that handwritten notes go a long way, but I wanted to mention this because it really is such an impactful way of showing someone your appreciation, especially in a world where everything is done fast and it's all digitized. Something handwritten says, I took the time to stop and write this out for you and either bring it to you or mail it to you. It shows effort and it's also something tangible, which tends to pull on those heartstrings a little bit more. It becomes sentimental. And the last thing I want to mention is ask yourself, when is the last time you told someone thank you at work? Or think of those people that maybe don't usually get thanked and ask, when is the last time you thanked them? Make an effort to thank those people today. Make an effort to say thank you and genuinely say it every day. We have probably all had those bosses that throw good job and thanks for your hard work around like it's confetti, and it can feel very fake. So if you want those thank yous and great jobs to feel genuine to the recipient, attach it to something specific and real. Say, good job cleaning that for me. It looks awesome. Or thank you for coming in early every day and making coffee for everyone. When the person can tie it to something real, it means more to them than the generic great job. Thumbs up. In my last episode on motivation, we briefly spoke about how appreciation in the workplace is the motivation employees need to do their best work. Employee engagement increases and turnover decreases. Why would you not want to start creating an environment that embraces gratitude? An idea to maybe bring more gratitude into your home on the flip side is maybe having something like a gratitude board in a communal area in your household and have your family either write notes or hang pictures of things they are grateful for and put it on this board. It becomes sort of a happy place in the home and a reminder every time you walk by of all that you have to be grateful for and a deeper connection to what your loved ones are grateful for as well. Gratitude does not discriminate. It is welcomed and needed in all areas of our lives, and unfortunately, just doesn't show up enough. We live in a world where what we have is never enough. We want more. We want the next best thing. If we are always just striving for more, how can we presently be thankful for what we have? We need to stop and smell the roses. Our world needs more people in it that appreciate and value what they have now and realize how precious it all is because nothing is promised to us forever. We will live more satisfied lives if we can do this. 
And bottom line is that we all want to feel appreciated, and expressing gratitude is good for the soul. Leaders need to prioritize their efforts to express gratitude and to cultivate an attitude of gratitude culture within their homes and workplaces. Who will you say thank you to next? What will you stop to be grateful for right now? Have an awesome day, everyone. And don't forget to follow my podcast and leave a positive review if you like what you hear. Please and thank you. If you're interested in life and leadership coaching, email me at jamiesmith at allthingsleadership.com for more information.